This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this edition of the Jeopardy Chronicles. This is your not-so-awesome host, the Evil Chocolate Cookie. And it is spotlight time, as it is every Saturday night. We talked very early on about the IBM challenge. But I wanted to go back and, you know, revisit not the challenge as a whole, not even close... But I wanted to revisit Watson as a player. Because, well, that was kind of epic. So, Watson gets his own spotlight. Isn't that nice? So, when this challenge first came up, I'm thinking, Ken, Brad, Gadget. Ken wins. No problem. Boy, was I ever wrong. Because I guess I just didn't understand the meaning of supercomputer at the time. And therefore, I drastically underestimated Watson. So, yeah. But when I started watching it and they were describing everything they had to do to get this thing ready, I'm just like, oh my god. What am I looking at? So basically what what they had to do is not only were they, you know, electronically transmitting clues and categories and such through a text file, but they also had to program this electronic thumb, basically, so that Watson could buzz in. That was, that was the way I understood it at any rate, so... If I'm wrong, I do apologize, but that was just that's just the way I understood the way I remember it. And a lot of people I've seen on Reddit since I've been there have said that Watson had an unfair advantage because of, you know, getting the text file and all of that kind of stuff and being able to see the clue well before the players. They're there were actually people who thought that and it was just like wow and I mean no disrespect to those people but I mean it's a computer you can expect lightning fast and even for 2011 this thing was just crazy like it would ring in and answer question after question after question after question after question and I'm like oh my god see I was I had just turned 13. Actually, I hadn't even turned 13 yet that year. I was about to turn 13 that October. And here I am. I'm just, I'm just a kid and sitting there and I'm like, oh my Lord. Like what in the universe am I seeing right now? But yeah, it was a very, very intense type thing. And it was just, what is this? 
so yeah watson just utterly blew my mind just like ding 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 and alex trying to keep up because it seemed like to me this computer could you know get the questions and stuff faster than alex could read them so i i just i feel so bad for alex having to deal with that but just the game as a whole was epic i know we talked about the ibm challenge as a whole like i said way back in the early days of this podcast when it was still a little bitty baby but we focused more on the games it's the games themselves and the outcome and not enough on you know the players and things like that and ken and brad have each gotten spotlights so i figured watson should get one too i mean why not even though watson has never again played jeopardy and probably never will it was an epic it was an epic showdown and it was just wow and to win the entire tournament like that i'm sure i'm sure all the charities that got that money if it was split among multiple ones I'm sure they definitely appreciated having two humans get their patooties kicked by a computer on Jeopardy. And I would have too had I been them. So yeah, it was just like, holy crap, what am I seeing right now? I remember being in school and people that normally didn't watch Jeopardy were talking about it. And I'm like, holy cow, this has got to be big if people that don't watch Jeopardy are into it. So yeah. But it was just one of those things. I'm still blown away by how much that one computer could do. And I mean, technology hadn't advanced near as much then as it has now. I mean, can you think if we had chat GPT or something like that on Jeopardy now? It would just be, oh my god. Or if we had the Amazon thing whose name I shall not say for fear of waking someone's up. Then again, it would be like... Well, it would be like, insert name here that I can't say. Blah, 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 blah. Ken, correct. Blah, blah, blah. Would you like to try song quiz? <laughs> That'd be about what it was like. Or, you know, Apple's thing, whose name I'm not going to say either because I have HomePods. I don't know that. Would you like me to search the web for insert random clue here? And then, you know, the producers just throw it out the window. But no, I I think what happened with Watson is something that will never happen again. I'm more than willing to be proven wrong on this issue. But I'm just saying, I don't think it will ever happen again. Ever. So, yeah. But that's tonight's spotlight. I figured two of the three players in the IBM challenge had gotten their own personal spotlights. So, why not the third one? Oh. <sighs> At any rate, I'm going to sign off and chill for a little bit. And I don't know exactly what I'm going to do with my life for the next few hours. That I'm not sleeping. But at any rate, I'm going to say goodnight. Thank you for tuning in. And as Alex would say, so long, everybody. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie production. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie production.